Hello everyone, welcome back. This is the Jay Rolden Speaks Podcast. If you missed yesterday's live, no worries. That episode has been uploaded this morning. And so I encourage you all to go to either Spotify or Apple Podcast and look up Jay Rolden Speaks and you will find that episode. It is episode 36 and it is a great one because we talked about some amazing poems related to nature, related to faith, spirituality, and of course, I read Tintern Abbey at the beginning. So if you are a fan of the landscape of Southern Ireland, as well as nature walks, as well as spirituality and poems of hope and peace and purity and sensationalism, you will definitely enjoy that episode. Once again, that episode has been uploaded onto Spotify and Apple Podcast. Just look up Jay Rolden Speaks and you will find episode 36. There's so many other episodes that I recommend as well that talk about other aspects of poetry, especially the Victorian era, romanticism, and as well as other topics related to spirituality and faith. So please, everybody, go check out that podcast. You won't regret it. All right. I want to welcome those of you who are new to this live. This is a place where we talk about poetry. I share some stories. You share some comments. I read some of them and we interact and we move on to the next poem. I also take some requests. So if there's any poems that you are a huge fan of, please let me know. Give me the name and the title of the work and I'll check it out. And then once it's approved, then we will read it here on this live. All right. So thank you so much for being here. If you hear any of those little uh, funny noises, it's not, that's actually my dog. <laughs> She's She was sleeping, but every time I do these lives, she always tends to find the energy and uh, wants to get my attention. So <laughs> I don't know how long I'll be here, but I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Yes, please listen to Juanita if you guys don't mind sharing this live because my objective since almost a year and a half ago since I started this podcast, I want more people to be exposed to some good, wholesome poetic poetry content, right? There's so much stuff out there that needs to be countered, needs to be filtered. And so I, I like this place to be a place of hope, of purity, of peace. And so if you are not interested in this, then I still encourage you to stay because there's been a lot of people that I've known, at least, that aren't big fans of poetry. So anyway, thanks for being here, and I hope you guys enjoy tonight's episode. I have a great line of poems, y'all, and it really inspired me yesterday, because yesterday we ended with a couple of, uh, with a couple of Max Ehrman's poems, and he's an American poet. I'll talk a little bit more about him a little in a little bit, but... I wanted to actually like read more of his works because I have I haven't read his work on a live before and so I kept hesitating because I kept thinking maybe it was a little too rigid a little too shall we say metaphorical in his way of writing poems but then I realized most of you guys that have been following me since the beginning you're probably so used to you know some of these deeper meaning metaphorical poems so regardless of where your level is if you're a novice or if you're somewhat of an expert then stick around because we're going to learn this together right so a lot of times i 
learn things at the same time you guys are learning. So if you want to see like my reactions, the way I sort of like break these down, de deconstruct them, then this is a great place for you to experience that, right? So those of you who are new to this live, I basically am a professor. I don't teach poetry. I just want to make that clear. But I have, shall we say, been involved with the poetics for quite some time now, even though I don't have a technically a degree in it. I still find it very fascinating. And I've done some scholarship in it when I was younger, but I, I'm happy with my field, right? So those of you who are going to ask the question, what do I teach? I teach courses related to media and communication and specifically video production. So I do most of the, that's my expertise. That's my bread and butter. But as a sort of like creative outlet, I like to use poetry as a way of basically motivating the, the productions that I do produce. So I encourage you guys to check those out on my YouTube channel. It's the same name, Jay Rolden, and you'll see some works there that are more professional, but then there's some that are also creative. So if you're interested in that stuff, please go ahead and check it out and let me know what you think, right? But regardless, I just want to say to all of you, thank you for being here. And to all my Spanish-speaking community, muchas gracias por estar aquí. Estoy muy agradecido. Yo sé que ustedes pudieron haber dedicado su tiempo en algo más quizás hermoso, quizás algo más entretenido. Pero igual estoy muy agradecido por su sintonía. Y bueno, si conocen a alguien en su familia, en su, no sé, en su círculo de, de amigos, quizás pueden compartir este live con ellos y podemos aprender algo muy muy profundo entre nosotros y crecer intelectualmente y también por en la parte anímica del corazón también. Así que muchas gracias por estar aquí y bueno, si tienen algún solicitud, si quieren que yo lea un poema en español, entonces le pido que solamente me den el título del poema y también el nombre del poeta, ¿cierto? Así que el poema, el título y el poeta. Entonces ahí yo lo voy a leer, lo voy a revisar y si es aprobado, entonces lo voy a leer aquí en este live. Así que muchas gracias por su sintonía. Espero que lo pasen súper bien y quiero decir un muy, 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 muy buen feliz cumpleaños un, un amigo mío. Así que si, si tú estás escuchando ahora, amigo, pásalo bien y que lo pases bien con tu familia. Y que un gran abrazo para ti, amigo. Así que... Uh, que Dios te bendiga, que te dé un baño mucho más profundo y con felicidad. Así que muchas gracias por tu amistad. Okay, are you all ready? All right. So if you came, if you just tuned into this live, I'm going to be talking, reading mainly some Max Ehrman's poetry, and I want to talk a little bit about his bio. And it's really not that, shall we say, unique. But at the same time, I don't want to be, I don't want to lessen his prestige. Okay, so Max Ehrman was born in 1872, pardon me, and he and his family actually migrated from Germany. So this was like way before the World Wars, right? So this, they have nothing to do with any of the Nazi party or nothing like that. Okay, so they moved to the United States at a very young age, and he became a U.S. citizen, obviously an immigrant, and he was actually a lawyer by trade so he was a lawyer for most of his life but he always had a shall we say an affinity for the poetics right for the liberal arts and he wasn't really 
that well known until he published what's considered his greatest work. And in fact, I think Juanita was the one that first requested his poem a few weeks ago. And the title is Dice Darata, right? Dice Derata, which is Latin for things desired. Okay? And it's a great poem. I'm definitely going to read that tonight for sure. But I'm going to wait until the end of the live to read it because it's a very moving poem. And that's the one that actually got his name out into the literary world. And ever since then, he's been writing, had written, sorry, he had written so many other works after that and before it too. And so I want to read some of those that were before Dissetarata and then the ones that were after Dissetarata. So great works, amazing writer. He is absolutely an American writer, but he has German ancestry. And like I said, he was a lawyer for most of his life as a day job. But then he also had a second profession, which was a writer. He wrote novels, actually. He wrote short stories. That was his favorite. He loved to write prose poetry, which is a mix, basically, of, shall we say, short narrative stories, but in poetic form. So a lot of these poems that I'm going to read tonight, they're going to sound like a short story, but make no mistake, it's still a poet a poem. It's just prose. Okay, so that's what prose poetry is. It's basically a short story that's in poetic form. So, are we all ready? <laughs> Thank you for being here. I know some of this information is like, eh, let's just get to the poems, <laughs> which is fine. But I just want to let you guys know ahead of time who this gentleman is. By the way, I forgot to mention, he grew up in the state of Indiana and he died at the age of 72. So lived a pretty fruitful life, you know, especially being a lawyer. Yeah, I think he was definitely lived a, a good life. But, you know, 72, I mean, that's, you know, still considered, in my view, pretty young, but obviously it's 72. And, well, I'm going to read some poems from his library. All right. So Indiana University, by the way, has a very special, special collection of Max Ehrman's works. So if you're ever in the blooming, I think it's, what is it Bloomington or Bloomingdale? I think it's Bloomington, uh, Indiana, where Indiana University is located. Anyway, if you're ever in that area, go to Indiana University's campus and please, by all means, go check out that special collections library and read some of Max Ehrman's works. And I, you will not, will not go wrong with that. All right. So thank you once again for being here. Are you guys ready? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. All right. I'm going to read this poem written by Max. Juanita, are you asking Max Ehrman, the writer listed at? Yeah. Did you not know that? <laughs> yeah. Of course. Go check it out. You know it. Come on. All right. So I'm going to change the tune here. And then I'm going to start with a poem titled The One Woman. You guys ready? Here we go.
how could I help but love you? Coming up a cool and radiant fountain in the hot and dreary night of life. I swear the sins of youthful women lay upon my hands. The grimy sweat of wearied men in strife who'd clothed my body with garments fair. And the agonies of children too condemned to toil that I might freely live. I swear the cries beaten slaves turned into my ear, nor wails of stunted children that the sea of want doth give. There were no order in my days. I slept and ate as instinct called and heeded every wanton passion near. A face, a form, a game of chance, the gossip of the idle wags, and lived to finish quickly Earth's career. And though I shall regret what now I here confess, and cringing turn from this swift lash that over my back I send, I swear that thing cold soul had not set torch within the blood-stained walls where creaked my heart, bent on low passion's end. How could I help but love you? Coming like a balmy light into the dead and moonless night of empty years, you spoke, and I saw the blood of murdered innocence glare red upon my hands and heard the wailing sea of tears. You spoke, and I saw. You touched my hand, and through my restless life stole scenes of quiet woods and dancing shafts of gold upon the green, and daffodils and running vines and larks and linnets' songs, and the softly sounding lyre of doves perched high unseen. Things I had dreamed of in my dreaming. Childhood came again, and solitude with you was what I longed for most. Out of the other distant worlds remembered, visions sprang that long ire earthly birth I knew mid God's immortal host. And when I kissed your lips, this world was born again, and in the still and starry night I was with you and God. And truth and mercy bloomed within my soul, and kindly words bred fast upon my lips, and bliss came where I trod. And long I lay upon the grassy earth, your hand in mine, and listened to your voice that showed the better way. And your own God I learned to love, but loved you more over all I ever knew, and you were who were fated not to stay. Huh. If I am aught, and tired men and weary women know my voice, and smile amid their tears, it is for you. And if a song has left my lips still, some clear and simple song that comfort brings within some lonely heart of rue, it is not mine. 
but comes from out the mellow, shaded woods of memory now moldering in the faded past. And if the springtide and the autumn bring reborn the songs of love, it is because your spirit holds me fast. Because I pressed my lips to yours in the secret voiceless woods where daffodils and running vines forever blow, and where in tender dreams of waking hours through all the silent years my vagrant footsteps often come and go. So the ending is a little abrupt, I must admit, but it's, isn't it lovely? Come on, this guy, this guy. <laughs> he was describing this woman that he was obviously loving. And, you know, just the way like he was letting her know, this is what I feel when I'm with you. This is what I feel when I sit next to you. This is what I think about when we are just exchanging words or even glances at each other. Do you want to know what I'm thinking? Here it is. Read this poem again. If you want, to re- you want me to read it backwards to you, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> and he did it because that's what he felt with this woman, right? The title of that work, those of you who came in late, is, once again... Oh, my bad. <laughs> sorry, one back. Sorry, one, one second. It is The One Woman. That's what the title is, right? The One Woman, written by Max Ehrman. E-H-R-M-A-N-N. Okay? So Max Ehrman. It is so, so lovely. I cannot believe I didn't read this guy's work before. So I'm excited. I'm excited to read more of his stuff. And he's written tons of poems, guys. Like, tons. So the ones that I don't get to read... Y'all need to get a book of an anthology of his works because it is absolutely worth it. This guy definitely doesn't get as much recognition as the ones that all of us mostly know. Which, of course, all those people that we know deservedly need. And not need, but like they deservedly uh, have that recognition. But the Max Ehrman for me is absolutely one of the ones that sort of like lay low. And not necessarily like he has to be in the limelight. It doesn't matter because his work speaks for themselves. So just read one and that's it. Okay. So anyway, hope you enjoyed that one. That was so lovely. Once again, that was titled The One Woman. And I love that title too, right? The One Woman. It's not several. It's not women. It's one, right? The one that can absolutely just... speak to his heart the one that can move his heart the one that can absolutely filter all of the things that are negative in many respects and only keep the good right you know it's pretty fantastic and i don't know if there's any dudes in this life let me check real quick (laughs) i don't think there is there hardly is but I would like to say that, you know, a lot of times, at least for the good ones, for the good guys, one of the things we love about the woman that 
we're interested in, right? That we that we want to love, and that love us too, like in in return, right? Like, even though she doesn't ask for it, we naturally want to be better. We naturally like want to do more than what we are. And yes, okay, I've been told before, you know, just be who you are. Okay, yes, we get it. We get it. <laughs> but we want to be better. Like, that should not be something that men should be told not to, like, think about. Because in many, in many ways, we don't. We just naturally do. <laughs> like, and so to tell us not to be better is like, I don't know, it's not a, a motivating factor, right? Like, we do that anyways at our own work and our own field of line of work. We want to be better at work. If we're good at something and we know that we're appreciated at that place, then of course we want to be better than what we usually are, right? So in order to be yourself in this respect, that means you have to like alter yourself, right? So like actually like be a better version of you, whatever that looks like, right? And so... This is why I love this poem, because of the title, right? The one woman and Max Ehrman himself shows you like how this one woman actually alters him without actually her telling him to. He does it because that's what he does. That's what men do. This is what we do when we are moved and respected and wanted by the woman that we desire. So it's a great piece. It's a very simple piece, but it's descriptive, it's angelic, and it is also very loving. And that's really the word you should end on with this poem. It's loving. Absolutely loving. So if you didn't get a chance to read them, this poem, if you tuned in a little late, please go back and read this poem again. It's called The One Woman by Max Ehrman. All right, let's do another one. Tonight is all about, mostly about Max. So let's do another one by him. This one's a little short one. And this one is titled... Her solitude. Are you ready? All right. We're going to start in three, two. My life is still tonight. No bitterness, nor joy, and but one endless thought creeps out. As dreaming here, I sit and think about my days that pass without dear love's caress. And yet, O oh God, I cannot, cannot guess why lonely I must dwell and ever doubt the time will come when he, my own, will rout my fears and all my restless heart's dis distress. Why? Didst thou plant in me this longing so that in my wake and sleep forever calls, and yet beyond my pale of fortune falls? Not always I'll be young, 
the bloom will go. All this, O oh God, I have not understood. Am I not worthy? Have not I been good? That one titled Her Solitude. You know, the other day, I shared with, with I don't know if any of you were on that live, but and I, forget which, I forget which live it was. <laughs> they, I'm starting to lose count, which is actually a good thing, <laughs> by the way. I really don't know exactly how many episodes I've done of these, but I do, there, I do know there's at least 35. I do know there's at least 35, <laughs> but I think there's more than that. Anyway, sometime last month, I had shared how I felt very confident of where I am in my season of life. You know, I'm thriving at work, you know, I'm healthy, my, you know, just taking care of myself really well. This is probably, if not the best shape I've been in my life, you know, especially at my age, right? Like, it's a, it's, it's, it's a great season. And it has been for the last two years. You know, I, I was, you know, just doing a lot of personal projects and also projects related to work. Anyway, all this to say that I was totally, totally cool with, like, coming home, even though I was, you know, still, you know, I, I, even though I was coming home to a single household, right, a bachelor household. It never really bothered me to come home by myself, you know? It never really did. I, I honestly, I'm being very truthful, like, you know, because, I mean, I, I would just call up, like, my, my, my brothers or my dad or, you know, somebody, and I never felt lonely, ever, right? Until, <laughs> until this one woman <laughs> that I was very interested in, am interested in, and the times that we spent with one another, just like, you know, just phone calls and things like that, and just getting to know, learn more about each other. After about like almost a month of doing that, then there were times when we weren't calling as consistently, but that didn't mean that we weren't interested. It's just, you know, busy lives, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But I remember that first night that. I didn't call her because I knew she was at work. I felt really, really lonely <laughs> in my own place. Like after like two solid years of just like thriving and just being like totally like in the zone and you know, just I didn't really feel that. I didn't really think that until I met her, right? And then I felt like kind of lonely. I was like, man, this is kind of. A little, a, a little bit uncomfortable, right? A little bit. And later that evening, I actually sent her a voice message, and I just told her straight up. I was like, "It's like, damn woman, like, I really missed you tonight, and I just want you to know that. You know, I don't expect you to respond. You're probably sleeping, so I apologize if I woke you up. But I just wanted you to know that I actually missed you tonight." And it doesn't mean that, like, I don't ever want to feel like that again. Because, you know, we both have busy lives and 
you know, I'm respecting yours, right? So, like, whenever you feel like calling, she knows that she can call anytime. But it was a very, very kind of like a unique experience for me because I haven't felt that in such a long time. And I didn't even know how to process it, to be quite honest. <laughs> I think I think what I did that night was like basically just like write about it and, you know, just read some passages and just kind of like distract my mind for a while. And and it worked. It worked. But then I would have like these images of her in my mind again. And it was like, man, I probably like should do something productive right now. So I started like, <laughs> I started like grading student papers and works and projects and distracting myself with that, you know? And then after all that was done, then all of a sudden I had like some, I had some alone time, right? Like I had some time to myself and I should have been tired at that point. And that, and that was my goal. Like, I was trying to, like, tire myself out without actually me knowing that I was going to get tired. And sure enough, here's that thought again. It's like, man, I really want to hold this woman. I want to hold her, like, next to me and just, like, just be, like, with her, right? Like, just, like, be there. But eventually, you know, you just sort of train yourself to, like, be okay and eventually you just don't really realize it anymore not to say that you don't think about them anymore but as I've been saying for the last few days those of you been in my lives just because I don't like think about you all the time doesn't mean that I don't care about you in fact a lot of times I occupy my time as I just explained just so I can see you again right like that's kind of like my goal i want to get all this stuff done right i want to i want to get all of my like work life done and all my like little projects done so that i can pass the time and it'll go so fast that i get to see your face again right that way i don't actually feel lonely anymore so it's a great quote right so just because i don't think about you all the time doesn't mean that I'm not doing something to occupy my time so I can see you again, right? Which is a very different perspective, right? A very different concept. Anyway, that's the poem. Her Solitude by Max Ehrman. Hello from Greenville. It's you again. <laughs> I have a feeling like you are part of like some organizations that I'm familiar with, by the way. Even though you're being very discreet, which is fun, that's fine. <laughs> but welcome, regardless, right? Whoever you are, welcome. You guys ready? All right, I'm going to read another Max Ehrman poem. And this one's called Her Dream. You ready? All right, here we go.
I thought I lived with you beneath the sun, whose golden rays never left the deep blue sky, but shone and shone where rolling meadows lie, with dew as when the day had just begun, and danced in leafy vales where waters run, and where the sweet brook's murmurs never die. And on the mountain peak so still and high, which all the fearless strong-winged birds must shun, I thought, that time went sweet and soft and slow, and left no mark save those of gentleness that bound you to my life with strong caress. You saw not but all my soul's deep truth, No fading blooms, nor form the years bent low, But ever still the beauty of my youth. full of hate and strife, but I'm content with you and life, with you each night beside me here. You often fear that I am sad, because some things you think I miss. I would not lose a single kiss for that which makes some persons glad. And when you touch me with your hand, and say the words you used to say. Why, all the night is turned to day, and I forget the things I'd planned. And often, when we were here, when we here have sat, and I have said, tell me again, I've seen you smile a bit, and but then, you see, we women live on that. We women love that we may live. The heart is hungry too, and I, no matter if you don't know why, well, I'm content with what you give. These are so great, man. I freaking love this. <laughs> this one's titled The Bride. You tremble, my dear. You tremble, dear. See, I am not afraid. And all myself I give, my heart is light. Crimson on my cheek should flee in fright, and yet does not. Tis there delayed because I have no fear. I oft have prayed with warming breath of whispers in the night for this sweet hour with you, and tight have clasped my hands as in my thoughts you strayed. 
my lips have saves for you and all the cheer that summer's dew, dewy morns tossed in my heart that when at eve you were weary <laughs> that when at eve you're wearied I might start some strifling little talk which all the fear of morals and the day should swiftly part from you and make you glad that I am here. <laughs> These are so genuine. I, my goodness. My goodness. Goodness gracious. This is so good. Nah, man. We need like three nights of Max Ehrman right now. <laughs> He's got tons and tons of stuff. Check this out, guys. Here's another great one. I absolutely... Mm. Give me one second. One second. Okay. Let me change the tune real quick. Go on and read another set of poems by Max Ehrman. One second. <laughs> so good, man. <laughs> All right. So just FYI, I'm going to drink some water. And if you guys don't mind tapping on that screen, and then uh, when we come back, I'll read the next set of poems. this up real quick. One second. Ah. Alright. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Alright, here we go. This one's titled One of Long Ago. And I'm going to read back-to-back -back poems, okay? So, the first one's titled One of Long Ago. The second one is titled To Be With You. The third is titled a man and a woman. And then the fourth is titled At a Dance. These are all relatively short, so let's do this. All right, here we go. never sat with sadness in the stilly, stilly night, when all the dancing day's bright beams of sun had gone to flight, and through the pulseless falling dark a luring wind sang low, the music that the stars marched to 
so silently and slow. Hast never sat and thought of one, mid sad old memory's tears, one who had lived within your heart through all the joyous years, tis sweet the sadness that comes on when night begins to fall and spreads its silent softening dark through chamber doors and hall. It is the only heritage that time has left me now, and on its steady course it keeps my vessel's shattered prow, and thus in corners of each life you will find some hidden face that through the years keeps marching on and holds each soul in place. So, let the night grow thicker still, and breezes turn to storm. There's armored safe within my heart, and free from earthly harm. This smiling face of one who looks into my eyes even now, while through the world I go alone till snow lies on my brow. To be with you this evening, rarest of all evenings, and listen to the whispering leaves and to the night's birds call, the silvery moonlight on your face, to be with you in some still place. to be somewhere alone with you and watch the myriad stars far golden worlds beyond the noisy earth's unkindly jars as quietly they sail night sea above the world and you and me To be with you somewhere within this evening's mystic shade, to hear your plans and hopes and tell you mine, all unafraid, that you'd forget to hold them dear when I'm away and you're not here. To be with you and listen to the harp of summer's breeze, alone with night and wavering stars beneath the lisping trees, to feel the cool of falling dew, to be somewhere alone with you. To be with you this evening, rarest of all evenings all, Listen to the whispering leaves and to the night's bird's call, the silvery moonlight on your face, to be with you in some still place. I love you, woman. You are the beating of my heart. 
thoughts are elevated because of you. My soul sings a silent tune. looks about of you. season that we endure. There will be some dark seasons and some cold ones. Past our tenure. But as long as we are together, wandered they when one said in fear, let us return. It does not matter which one said it, still 
They wandered in the dark, watching the light within themselves as it glowed in the dark garden of their love. The night came over the world and the wood, and seeing they had tarried too long, they determined to return at dawn. But it is an odd story. Do you know? It never again grew morning in that wood. It was everlasting. Once you achieve that peace and stability between a man and a woman, it is everlasting, man. Stop believing the lies that things cannot be worked out. If that love is the foundation between both of you that is based on altruistic truth forgiveness is your method for everlasting love stop giving into the superficiality of this common man in this common world in this modern place in this modern times no no, forgiveness is everlasting, ever, ever, everlasting. If it is the foundation between you and your companion, you can run from it, but you cannot hide from it. pursues that truth with that purpose and intention. He is worthy of your love. He will never let go of you, your family, or himself, and the God that he serves. This one's titled, At The Dance. Here we go. Five, four, three, two. We circled off the hall in various motions and talked through all the music wrought of friends and dress and common things. And here is the speech, I thought. Before the night has yielded all its music and the dance is over and dawn is here. And the dream waltz plays as each sleeps on and oh, say you love me dear. I hold you near to me. You are my captive and the mellow night is full of dew. And as the winking sleepy stars wink on, I dance with you. Say you love me, dear. While yet the music still trembles through the waves of night, your fallen curls creep over my face, and the house of life is light. Oh.
it's so beautiful. For over and over again, this evening's dancing, I'll dance with you in memory's hall. Feel your whispers on my cheek And the rebel curls that fall And when life's lonely way grows hard and narrow And some great lord your hand shall sue I'll remember fondly still that I have danced with you Instead, we talked of friends and dress and nothings And the silent speech my heart had said Lay silent still, and the dance wore on till the dance and the nights were fled. Woman, let me embrace you. Place your hand on my chest. Let your heart beat with mine. Share your thoughts with me. Rest your head on my shoulders. Be one with me. I can face every single drought and doubt sorrow and lingering hasty thoughts as long as I have you with me bring your body next to me let me hold you let me dance with you let us Gently stride and waltz through our life together. I'm telling y'all, read Max Ehrman. This guy is so good. My goodness. This one's titled, When I Come Home. Here we go, guys. Get ready for this one. When I come home, will you be there to greet me? With a smile and outstretched arms A heart of quickened beat When our eyes meet And will you tell me all your thoughts and deeds As in gloaming night again we take the path That leads over grassy meads As of old will you my grief beguile the grief the weary days have brought 
smile with you the while? And as the mellow years come on, will you remember still that love is young and fresh as morning dew for me and you? I'm coming home, ere long to you who wait so patiently as seasons go beside the woodland gate in evenings late. In fancy's eye a thousand times I see you there with eager anxious look that scans the rolling lee in search of me. I see you run into my arms at last and feel the tremor of your lips. The world aside is cast and care is past. I'm coming home ere long to you who wait so patiently as seasons go beside the woodland gate. stars are creeping. The tired day has closed its door, my heart is sad, and I am weeping. I see her face no more. O oh, stars, I cry, send out within your golden gleaming this message to my only love. Perhaps she too is sitting dreaming with eyes that look above. Oh, here, dear heart, how oft I've sat in summer weather, alone with stars and dreams of you. The stars will bring us yet together, like dawn that kissed with dew. Although I know my wild heart's savage love will soften, none other shall I ever woo. And in the starry night yet often, I'll breathe a prayer to you.
draw your chair beside me here as in other times my dear do not talk or even smile sit in silence for a while sweet contentment over all as the shadows on us fall tis the best of all my life after each day's toil and strife in the time of night and dew thus to sit alone with you draw your chair beside me as in other times my dear do not talk or even smile sit in silence for a while sweet contentment over all as the shadows on us fall tis the best of all my life after each day's toil and strife in the time of night and dew thus to sit alone with you throw it after the day draw each chair beside me here my young bonnie lass as in other times dear smile sit in silence for a while and sweet contentment over all as the shadows on us fall tis the best the best of all my life after each day's toil and strife in the time of night and dew thus to sit alone with you to sit alone with you <sighs> my wondrous beautiful queen no one can take your place Never let a beggar sit on the throne of royalty. And you are my one and only queen. Remember that. Let pass. This brief distress that grieves thee so These unkind words and doubtful glancing eyes In which till now had shown but kindly looks I say let pass the talk of talkers all Not one still star of all the night knows aught of their ill words, nor does the growing green of in stilly woods where plays the summer sun, nor shall the days that come to see thee anon, nor shall the gentle rain of summer's nigh, nor olden paths that sweetly greet thy feet, thy soul's deep purposes they do not know. Or knowing 
still they could not understand. Keep thou yet on the way thou lovest best, for none of all the world knows it as thou, and all the precious fox that are my life. Therefore, this brief distress that grieves thee so, let pass, dear heart, let pass. Let pass, dear soul. If you need to cry your heart out, if you need to shout, do it so, and let it be. This is the bread of the inner life, without which a part of you will starve and die, and though you feel you must be stern, even hard, in your life of affairs. Make for yourself at least a little corner, somewhere in the great world, where you may unbosom. So, those of you who just came into this life, I just read a series of poems by Max Ehrman. And these series of poems are actually in a book called In the Garden of Love. And it's actually kind of like a chronological order of how he basically was with his wife. 
It's a great piece. It's fantastic pieces. It's a great collection. And of course he has other ones, but that is definitely one of my favorite collections. Hands down, an amazing, amazing writer. Of course I also I ad-libbed in some of the poems, just so you just so y'all know. <laughs> okay. Sometimes at the end of some of the poems I actually added some words in there, so I just want to make that clear. <laughs> okay. Um, so the name of the poet, his name is Max, first name Max, last name Ehrman, E-H-R-M-A-N-N, okay, Ehrman, and the collection of poems is called In the Garden of Love, and let me see, so, happy girl, I'm sorry, I don't know, I'm sure there's been some really tough times, but read some poems. I know that sounds like a little <laughs> unappealing supplement, but there's some really, really great works of art out there, and Max Ehrman is definitely one that you should read. So, E-H-R-M-A-N-N, okay? So, E-H-R-M-A-N-N, first name Max. Hope you all enjoyed it. This was fantastic. I am totally, like, just still kind of, like, immersed in his works. And I kind of wish I could read it, too. <laughs> My dear. But that's why we can post this on the on the podcast. So those of you who don't know this, I do have a podcast. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And it's called J. Rolden Speaks. So this is definitely going into the podcast without a doubt. <laughs> There's no question whatsoever. So thank you so much for being here. All right. There's other works of Max Ehrman in here, but I figured I could open up the floor to any recommendations or not recommendations, but any requests. So please, if there's any requests, now is the time to do it or forever hold your peace until the next live. <laughs> so, oh man, wait a minute. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I forgot to do Max Ehrman's main poem that got him to be on the standard of literary works of art. I gotta read this one. It's like a, it's like a must. Okay, so the one I'm gonna read is "Desi Derata," right? So it's a, it's a Latin word for <clears throat> excuse me for things um, desired. Okay, so desiderata, Latin for things desired. This is, I don't know if Max actually considered this his best masterpiece, but supposedly a lot of scholars think that it is his master, his best work. And I, and it's definitely a great one. Okay, I'm not, I'm not arguing against it, 
but I think the ones that we just read as a conglomeration, like 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 as a as a whole, I think it definitely is at the same level as Disaterata. Okay. Anyway, this is a fantastic one. You guys ready? I'm so looking forward to this one. All right. One second. Let me get the right tune here, and then we will continue. And then I can take requests. Let me get the right song here. I gotta have the right song for this one. Nope. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, here we go. amid the noise and the haste, and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly listen to others. Even to the dull and the ignorant, they too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons, they are vexatious to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain or bitter, for always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself. Especially do not fiend affection. Neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is a perennial it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrender, surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit, shield you in sudden misfortune, but do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God. Whatever you conceive him to be, and whatever your labors and aspirations, in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace with in your soul with
with all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be cheerful. Strive to be happy. Strive to be happy. Seek out altruistic truth. Practice grace. Learn to listen and understand. Stop reacting and overreacting. And stop overthinking. But be wise. And yes, it's okay to be cautious. But do not do it without the filter of grace, which combats and counters every negative notion of tainted human nature. Let grace guide you towards altruistic truth and knowledge and wisdom that is going to be beyond your capabilities and capacity and wisdom, but it is there to guide you, which is why it is unattainable because you're constantly chasing it. That's what's beautiful about grace and wisdom and peace. Peace is only achieved after you understand grace and forgiveness. You cannot do it the other way. You cannot be peaceful and then go after grace and forgiveness. That's not how it works. You will fall flat on your back and start scratching your head and asking yourself what went wrong. You didn't learn the discipline of being graceful and understanding and practicing forgiveness. That will lead you to peace and hope. And it will lead you to the most amazing, loving truth that any human being can ever find in this world. And it changed my life forever. I'm not worried. I lived in the tiniest of places for several years. There were times when I barely had money to buy groceries. And I honestly thought I could never be loved. But these are all temporary deceptions. And as a man, okay, I'm speaking for men here, <laughs> we are called to we are called to lead. <laughs> lead ourselves, lead our f families, right? And become better versions 
of the attributes that we have. This is what I was talking about at the beginning of this live, y'all. And yes, once we achieve that peace and understanding and that wisdom, then yes, we willfully want to guide and protect our families. Because that's what men do, alright? It has nothing to do with machismo or machista. This is what men are designed to do. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a beautiful aspect of what it means to be a man. Sure, we might have some issues tapping into our emotions sometimes, but that's okay. That's because we're controlling it with our logic. But that doesn't mean that we can't be sentimental. I mean, look at this. I'm doing this live. <laughs> I can definitely tap into it. But I can also manage it, right? <laughs> if you need a reminder, go back and read the Desiderata. Desiderata. It's a Latin word for things desired. This is written by Max, once again, Max Ehrman, E-H-R-M-A-N-N. Okay, so Max Ehrman. Fantastic piece. And don't get me wrong, it's a great poem, okay? Absolutely a great poem. No doubt, no question. But I still kind of like his other collections, right? In the Garden of Love. It's so good. So good. <laughs> anyway. Did y'all enjoy that? I hope you did. So good. All right. I'm going to take some requests now. So whatever it is that you would like read, then this is your time. I want to say hello to all of my late uh, followers here. You're so welcome. Thank you for being here. And I hope that you are enjoying this particular show. Once again, if you're new to this live, we talk about poetry, obviously. And I share some stories. You share some comments. And then we move on. So usually I have a theme. Tonight's theme was poems by Max Ehrman. And then I take some requests towards the end of the live. And then we call it a night. All right. So I try to do this every night. But lately I've just been overworked with my day job. And so uh, I just couldn't. And, you know, and just other responsibilities as well. And other things that I also like to dwell in as well. <laughs> so, Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Where am I from? Well, uh, I'm a U.S. citizen now, but originally my family is from South America. So to all my Spanish speakers, once again, ¿Qué le pasó? ¿Por qué están tan callado? Ustedes deberían ser más, no sé, más conversacionalistas, ¿cierto? O sea, mucho más... Verbal, quizás, quizás. Entonces, bueno, <ríe> igual estoy, estoy gracias por ustedes. Where do I currently live? I'm in the southeast of the United States of America. Down the south. I love the south. Yes, I know there's stereotypes. I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I love the south. It's beautiful. Polite, there's so much politeness here, especially like if people are being like kind of like conniving with each other, <laughs> it's still done in a polite way. Oh man, 
I can't see myself anywhere else in the United States, honestly. But, but for the right woman, I'll definitely move. <laughs> Just saying, sweetheart. <laughs> anyway, más simpáticos, yeah, por supuesto. ¿Qué le pasó a, a toda la, la comunidad latino? Tan, tan muy callado. <laughs> All right, one more time. Anybody have any requests? This is your time before I call it a night. So once again, if you missed the show, we talked about Max Ehrman poems. They were great pieces. If you want to go back and listen to this episode, I'm going to upload this tomorrow morning onto my podcast, which is available both on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Just search for J. Rolden Speaks and you'll find it. You'll see my face. Anyway, so a great episode i'm definitely uploading this so please 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 go to the spotify account podcast i mean and you will absolutely not regret listening to this episode so now is the time for requests all right so once again any requests if not i'm gonna start drawing the curtains down <laughs> and by the way if there's any dudes in this life yo man stick around because your companion is going to love some of these poems. So let me let me treat you to some great works of art. That way you can totally impress them and you both can talk about this great piece together, right? It's like, oh, wait, what did they say about this particular phrase? Oh, did you hear that phrase? That is so great. That's so, I never thought of, you know, X, Y, Z in this way. So it's so good. All right. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for all of you that are saying some really kind words. I just want you to know I don't do this for that, but I definitely appreciate it. I love poetry. I appreciate it in so many ways. And that's the only reason why I do this, okay? I'm not trying to get any money out of you whatsoever. So please don't feel obligated to give anything. I just love doing this. And I'd rather be doing this than, you know, doing things that are more senseless, right? Because Lord knows there's a lot of questionable material out there and so i want to counter it at least with some wholesome content so there's only good g pg 13 rated uh material here <laughs> all right that's not to say that you know some poems can be a little bit spicy but it's not r-rated that's for sure i'll never do that again so i oh wait 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 sorry so it looks like miss Cynthia, I believe, wants a Spanish poem. All right, we can do that. Let's do the Spanish poem, and then Lady Leah wants Sonnet 43. Are you talking about uh, from Elizabeth Browning, Sonnet 43? I'm going to assume that is. That's what you would like. ER? You mean that's where you are right now, or... I just love this to speak. Very peaceful. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. All right. So I'm going to read a Spanish poem now. This is by, of course, Mr. El Señor Pablo Neruda. If you don't know who Pablo Neruda is, he is a 1960s Nobel Prize winner for literature. He is the one that won the highest award achievable in literary works. And he wanted based on his love poems. So yes, as stereotypical as that sounds, yes, this 
Latino Chilean man won a the most prestigious award for love. Anyway, this one is actually a little bit different from love. So it's not exactly love, love. Oh, Shakespeare. Okay, I'll do that. Shakespeare, Sonnet 43. All right. So this one is titled El Daño. El Daño means the hurt. I'm sorry, ladies. I'm not trying to imply anything here. I just think this is a lovely poem. There's no, you know, sort of like subtle message here whatsoever. This is purely just a Spanish poem that was requested by Cynthia. All right. Here we go. This is titled El Daño. I'm going to drink some water. You guys tap that screen. And then when I come back, you get ready for this poem. All right. Desgarrado tu alma, entiéndeme, todos saben quién soy, pero ese soy es además un hombre para ti. En ti vacilo, caigo y me levanto ardiendo. Tú, entre todos los seres, tienes derecho a verme débil y tu pequeña mano de pan y de guitarra debe tocar mi pecho cuando sale el combate por eso busco en ti la firme piedra ásperas manos en tu sangre clavo buscando tu firmeza y la profundidad que necesito y si no encuentro sino tu sonrisa tu risa de metal, si no hallo nada en qué sostener mis duros pasos. Adorada, recibe mi tristeza y mi cólera. Mis manos enemigas, destruyéndote un poco para que te levantes de la arcilla hecha de nuevo para mis combates. Isn't that so good? I am. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, let me see if I can translate this. All right. So this is the same poem, but this is in English. This is titled El Daño, which means the hurt. I have hurt you, my dear. I have torn your soul. Understand me, everyone knows who I am, but that I am is besides a man for you. In you I waver, fall and rise up burning. You among all beings have the right to see me weak, and your little hand of bread and guitar must touch my breast when it goes off to fight. That's why. I seek you in the firm stone, harsh heart hands. I seek, I sink in your blood, seeking your firmness and the depth that I need. 
and if I find only your metallic laughter, if I find nothing on which to support my harsh steps, adored one, accept my sadness and my anger in my enemy hands, destroying you a little so that you may rise from the clay refashioned for my struggles. It doesn't have that same, I don't know, that sentiment, because it, it, when I, the English, it sounds like a little bit more dry, a little bit more harsh, but in the Spanish one, it's actually a lot more sentimental, like it's like, like, like a, a very soft, approachable way that you would approach a woman, basically. So, I don't know. I'm not trying to say that there's not that there's some good translators out there, but this one definitely is that better <laughs> in Spanish. Of course, my translation is probably not the best either, but anyway, <laughs> there you go. All right, so somebody requested Shakespeare, I believe, right? Shakespeare. We're definitely going to do a British accent for that one. All right, Shakespeare, uh, Sonnet 43, I believe. Let's see. Hi. Didn't we read this one yesterday? Or maybe not. Oh, maybe not. Of course not. Of course not. All right. My track ended. <laughs> Here we go. Sonnet 43. But the Grand Master Shakespeare. When most I wink, then do mine eyes be best see. For all the day they view things unrespected. But when I sleep in dreams, they look on thee, and darkly bright are bright and dark directed. Then thou, whose shadow shadows doth make bright, how would thy shadows form, form happy show to the clear day with thy much clearer light? When to unseeing eyes thy shade shines so. How would I say, mine eyes be blessed made by looking on thee in the living day. When in dead night thy fair imperfect shade through heavy sleep on sightless eyes doth stay. All days are night to see till I see thee, and night's bright days when dreams do show thee me. And all are, are nights to see till I see thee, and night's bright Day, and night's bright days 
when dreams do show thee me. That's a good one, huh? It's lovely. It's lovely. Quite pleasant, intriguing, genuine, considerate, thoughtful, loving, trustworthy. Aesthetically pleasing. Endearing. Peaceful love. A hopeful future. Everlasting. Always, anyway. <laughs> so, any more requests? Aesthetically pleasing, a strong word? Yeah, of course it is. Talking to a scholar, milady. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's not a little boastful, but, but you know what I mean. <laughs> all right, to all of you that just came into the live, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a place where we poet poems. So don't be shy. Let us know who you are if you want to be known. But if you would like a poem that you would like for me to read, this is the time to do it. Earlier in this live, I was reading poems by Max Ehrman, which are fantastic. If you missed it, don't worry, because I'm going to be uploading this exact episode, this live, onto my podcast channel, which is available on, once again, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search for Jane Rolton Speaks, and you'll see episode 37. All right, so tomorrow morning, episode 37, also known as this right now, will be uploaded. All right, but, sorry about that, <laughs> but let me know if there are any more requests. I don't work tomorrow, so we're good, but at the same time, I don't want to stay up too late. <laughs> so I'll take a couple more requests. If there's anybody that needs a particular reading, I'm here for you. All right, and when I say reading, I mean poems. I don't mean like any like celestial, you know, what's it called, celestial, all that other type of reading thingy. So this is only poems. <laughs> all right. Any more requests? No. Maybe we can do another Spanish one. Oh, I gotta share a quick little story. So, oh, that's, thank you so much. I gotta do a quick little story. So, one of my good friends, he was like, "Hey, you're Latino, isn't this like Latino Month? Are you, how are you gonna celebrate it?" And I looked at, I was like, "Bro, I'm American. That's how I'm gonna celebrate it." <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't really like to be divided into these like categories, right? So I'd rather be an American than like a Latino American. <laughs> but that's cool if y'all, you know, y'all, all, all my, all my, all my brown brothers in here, right? All my brown brothers in here, totally get it. If you want to be divided in that, you want, if you want to be categorized in there, no problem. It's up to you. But I'd rather be American. <laughs> 
that's not to say that I'm not, you know, happy and proud of like my family's heritage. Of course, I, am. I love, I love my home country in uh, South America, but I also love being an American. So that's how I'm celebrating it. Barbecue, uh, old glory hanging on my front porch, and um, what else? <laughs> French, French, sorry, front porch swinging. And with my rocking chair, rocking chair, and what else? Got my dog out, and all those other things that are considered in in the South. Sweet tea, that's right. Some good old Southern water. Hmm. Some sweet water. All right. You guys. Are... <laughs> okay. Here we go. That's okay. That's just the terminology, right? Anyway. <laughs> Why am I nervous? I'm not nervous at all. Alright, so this is titled Love. I'm going to read it in Spanish first, alright? So, here we go. One second, one second. sin sonido, sin substancia. Yo busqué en vano en ti profundidad para mis brazos que excavan sin cesar bajo la tierra, bajo tu piel, bajo tus ojos, nada, bajo tu doble pecho, levantando apenas una corriente de orden cristalino que no sabe por qué Corre cantando. ¿Por qué? ¿Por qué? ¿Por qué? Amor mío, ¿por qué? What is wrong with you, with us? What's happening to us? Ah, our love is a harsh cord that binds us, wounding, wounding us. 
And if we want to leave our wound to separate, it makes a new knot for us and condemns us to drain our blood and burn together. What's wrong with you? I look at you and I find nothing in you but two eyes, like all eyes, a mouth lost among a thousand mouths that I have kissed before, more beautiful, a body just like those that have slipped beneath my body without leaving any memory. And how empty you went through the world like a wheat-colored jar, without air, without sound, without substance. I vainly sought in you depth from my arms that dig without cease beneath the earth, beneath your skin, beneath your eyes, nothing beneath your double breast scarcely raised, a current of crystalline order that does not know why it flows singing. Why? Why? Why, my love? Why? Antes de ti, no tengo celos. Ven con un hombre a la espalda. Ven con cien hombres en tu cabellera. Ven con mil hombres entre tu pecho y tus pies. Ven con, como un río lleno de ahogados que encuentra el mar furioso, la espuma eterna, el tiempo. Tráelos todos a donde yo te espero. Siempre estaremos solos. Siempre estaremos tú y yo solos sobre la tierra para comenzar la vida. jealousy. Come with a man at your back. Come with a hundred men in your hair. Come with a thousand men between your bosom and your feet. Come like a river filled with drowned men that meets the furious sea, the eternal foam, the weather. Bring them all where I wait for you. We shall always be alone. We shall always be you and I alone upon the earth to begin life. The question, la pregunta, amor. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I got to see that again. Yo he regresado a ti desde la incertidumbre con espinas. Te quiero recta como la, la espada o el camino. Pero 
te empeñas en guardar un recodo de sombra que no quiero. Amor mío, compréndeme. Te quiero toda, de ojos a pies, a uñas, por dentro, toda la claridad la que guardabas. Soy yo, amor mío, quien golpea, golpea tu puerta. No es el fantasma, no es el que antes se detuvo en tu ventana. Yo echo la puerta abajo, yo entro en toda tu vida, vengo a vivir en tu alma, tú no puedes conmigo. Tienes que abrir puerta a puerta, tienes que obedecerme, tienes que abrir los ojos para que busque en ellos. Love, a question has destroyed you. I have come back to you from thorny uncertainty. I want you straight as the sword or the rod, the road. But you insist on keeping a nook of shadow that I do not want. My love, understand me. I love all of you from eyes to feet to toenails, inside all the brightness which you kept. It is I, my love, who knocks at your door. It is not the ghost. It is not the one who once traps stopped at your window. I knock down the door. I enter all your life. I come to live in your soul. You cannot cope with me. You must open door to door. You must obey me. You must open your eyes so that I may search in them. Sorry, I just I just realized there was a a verse left. <laughs> I gotta do that again. <laughs> Sorry, that was too good to pass up. All right, one last time here. <laughs> okay, it's it's definitely getting late for me now. <laughs> I'm starting to mess up on this. All right, one more time. This is called. The question, la pregunta. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Desde la incertidumbre con espinas 
arquero recta como la espada o el camino. Pero te empeñas en guardar un recodo de sombra que no quiero. Amor mío, compréndeme. Te quiero toda. De ojos a pies, a uñas, por dentro, toda la claridad, lo que guardabas. Soy yo, amor mío, quien golpea tu puerta. No es el fantasma, no es él que antes se detuvo en tu ventana. Yo echo la puerta abajo. Yo entro en toda tu vida. Vengo a vivir en tu alma. Tú no puedes conmigo. Tienes que abrir puerta a puerta. Tienes que obedecerme. Tienes que abrir los ojos para que busques en ellos. Tienes que ver cómo ando con pasos pesados por todos los caminos que ciegos me esperaban. No temas, soy tuyo, pero no soy el pasajero ni el mendigo, soy tu dueño el que tú esperabas y ahora entro en tu vida para no salir más. Amor. 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 Para quedarme. Do not fear. I am yours, but I am not the passenger or the beggar. I am your master. The one you were waiting for, and now I enter your life. No more to leave it. Love, 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 but to stay. <laughs> yes, yo soy tu dueño. <laughs> okay, everybody. I am officially tired now. This was so lovely i am so glad that you made it out to this live i don't know what it is that you were doing today i don't know what it is that you're going to do tomorrow but i hope you do it with a lot of purpose a lot of fervor and a lot of compassion and grace whatever that may be i know it's always a hard thing to do but the more you practice on it then the more character you will build and you will become a peaceful place to dwell for any man or woman all right i hope you enjoyed this podcast once again i'm going to upload this episode 37 onto my podcast channel on spotify tomorrow morning so be on the lookout and thank you so much for all of your wonderful comments and also want to say thank you to all of you that suggested the poems for this evening and if you missed the live Go out and get a book by Max Ehrman and particularly a collection of poems called In the Garden of Love. It is great. It is beautiful. You will not go a second with wasting your life if you don't 
take the time to read those poems. All right, everybody. Buenas noches a todos mis amigos y amigas que están aquí. Muchas gracias por su sintonía. Espero que los disfrutaron, que lo pasaron bien. Un gran abrazo para todos ustedes. Y bueno, que les vaya muy bien mañana. Y si alguien tiene un cumpleaños, feliz cumpleaños a ustedes. Y que lo pasen bien. Y nos vemos pronto, si Dios quiere. Así que un gran abrazo para todos. Buenas noches. Good night, everybody. Have a great, great Friday. And we will see you soon. If I don't see you, just know that this was an absolute pleasure. And I had a blast. And seek out truth and purpose in your life. And find altruistic truth that will lead you to grace and mercy as well as the best definition of love which is grace and forgiveness so hopefully all of you have a wonderful tomorrow all right take care everybody good night